We're hearing the third violin partita of Johann Sebastian Bach, and we're about to encounter many threes as we learn about the 35th annual Northeast Pennsylvania Bach Festival. We won't get into Bach's dedication to the Trinity and three in that sense, even though the Bach Festival presented by the Arcadia Chorale will build to a choral concert, one of three concerts during the festival, that will feature Bach's great motet, Jesu Meine Freude. But this trio of performances will begin with a recital by Mark Laubach, esteemed organist and choir master at St. Stephen's Church in Wilkes-Barre. He will play Bach, Vaughan Williams, and César Franck. But the concert this Saturday evening, number two of three, is the much-anticipated chamber music concert with Bach and more. Oboist Tom Hines is the longtime artistic director of the Chamber Music Festival, and we had a chance to speak with him by phone about what's in store. We decided that we would take the Chamber Music Concert as an opportunity to showcase the talents of our instrumental musicians who make up the orchestra for the vocal performance and let the orchestral musicians have an opportunity to share their wares. Sukasa Waltich on keyboard, and if I may say so, myself on oboe and Ed Wargo on flute. So that makes up the core of our orchestra and pretty much depicts a Bach orchestra. Two violin ones, two violin twos, two violas, two celli, and a bass. So we try to draw from that group. So that's pretty much what we've done. We've adhered to the instrumentation that we have for the festival, and we make our chamber music program from that personnel. And you always make choices, Tom, that are Bach-centered, and yet you give us some of the contemporaries and so on in that way. So we get a varied program as well as being one that is rooted in the maestro himself. I agree with that. And what we try to do in most cases is we look ahead to a composer who was maybe a contemporary of Bach or someone who was a follower of Bach, a student, as it were. And we try to come up with a theme for the chamber music program. And four of the six pieces are the master himself, J.S. Bach. Do you have a piece that you think of as the centerpiece of the concert and you built around it? Or did you say, we haven't done that Bach one in a while? How did it work, or some of each? Many years ago... I did a transcription of the three-voice Richikar that Bach himself was alleged to have improvised for Frederick the Great, King of Prussia at that time. And Bach was given a canonic theme. Now, canon is a very, very disciplined art form. And it's as mathematical as it is musical. Bach loved the style, and much of what he did was based upon the canonic norms of the day, many of which were already established at Bach's birth, but in a much more simplistic form. Well, Bach was asked by Frederick the Great to visit him at his castle in Potsdam, and 
Bach said yes because Bach's son, Carl Philip Emanuel, was one of the court musicians for Frederick the Great. And Frederick the Great was so proud of his pianos, which were a new novelty instrument at that time, that he expected Bach to be equally adoring of the keyboard, the piano. Well, it didn't work out that way. Bach thought that the piano was cumbersome and heavy-handed, so he preferred the harpsichord. Well, there was a, there was a bit of a, a schism between Frederick the Great and Bach. Of course, nobody argued with the king, so Bach was very, very obsequious, and he performed the three-voice Richikar for Frederick the Great several Bach festivals ago. I did a transcription for two oboes and an English horn of that Richikar. During the pandemic year of 2020, we all had time to sit around, and I decided I was going to adapt that for our Beverly Trio. Now, Harold Levine, our principal violist, and Gail Kleber, cellist from Cleveland, all got together, and we made a trio called the Beverly Trio, oboe, viola, and cello. We are going to play the three-voice reach a car from the musical offering as the opening piece for the chamber music concert that night. And I think I think the audience will really enjoy it. It's not a long piece, but when I explain it to the audience, it's that Bach was given this canonic theme by Frederick the Great in order to trip him up because Carl Philip Emanuel, Bach's son, not even realizing what he was doing, helped the king to develop a theme for a canon which would be virtually impossible to do. That, that is, to do by anyone but Johann Sebastian Bach. He did improvise the canon, and he took it and made the three-voice Richikar. In fact, the term Richikar, it's the first letters of a sentence in Latin, Regis Iuso Cantio et Reliqua Canonica Arte Resoluta. The first letters of each of those words spell Richikar, and translated it means the theme given by the king with additions marked in canonic style. So Bach and the king had a little back and forth. The king, being embarrassed when Bach could so freely improvise a three-voice fugue, that he wanted Bach then to do a sixth voice. And Bach graciously said, well, your, your majesty, if you give me a little time, I'd prefer to study that score at home. And when Bach went home, he developed a tome of music called The Musical Offering for 14 canons, four fugues, and a trio sonata for flute, violin, and continuo. He then had it all published and printed on copper plates, at his own expense, and sent it back to the king with a beautiful fawning letter to the king to make himself ingratiated to the king. But I think deep down inside, Bach was just trying to one-up Frederick the Great for trying to make him look silly during his visit. I think Bach won because he's immortal, and one has to study a history book to find out more about Frederick the Great. I rest my case. But we, we will be doing plenty of Bach. We're also doing one of the partitas. Mark Woodyat, a local violinist, is going to be doing the partita in E major 
partita number three, which is for solo violin. Bach was quite a violinist himself, so he was accustomed to writing pieces where he could exploit all of the potential techniques available to the violin and immerse it in his counterpoint, and out came six works. Three of them were sonatas, which were four movement pieces, and three of them were partitas. A partita was, it simply means parts. And there are six movements in the one that Mark is going to be playing that night. Actually, no, there's seven, because there's a preludio, and all the other movements are called dance forms from the Baroque period. One would be a bourree, a gavotte, two minuets, a courant. I, I'm not sure, but they were all dance forms from the Baroque. And in addition to that, Ed Wargo, our flutist, is going to be doing a Bach sonata for flute, keyboard, and cello with Sukasa Waltich and Gail Kleber. Now, that takes care of our Bach on the Bach chamber music, but... That's not a full program. So we're going to have three of our members, Leah Valenches, her daughter, Juliette Valenches, and Peter Brubaker. The three of them are going to do a Schubert string trio, number 471. As with so many of Schubert's works, he wrote three trios for violin, viola, and cello, but only one of them is complete. The one that the group will be doing that night is one where only one movement exists. The first movement of a B-flat major trio. It's delightful. It's everything that's good about Schubert, the songwriter. It has this beautiful lilting quality, which people come to expect of the leader that Schubert was so well known for. Now, another young musician that we're going to honor was a, a gentleman named Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. The last piece on the program that night, I'm happy to say I'm going to play the Mozart Oboe Quartet in F major. It's for solo oboe with three strings. It's a three-movement work, and it's a lovely piece. It's one of the standards of oboe literature, and that pretty much ends our program that night. It's the kind of piece I think will send the audience out the door still tapping their toes. Oboist Tom Hines, music director, artistic director of the Chamber Music Concert that will feature members of the Arcadia Festival Orchestra. The Arcadia Chorale will present its annual Northeast Pennsylvania Bach Festival, the 35th annual, this weekend, Saturday, March 19th at 4 in the afternoon, an organ recital with Mark Laubach at Elm Park Methodist Church, Linden Street in Scranton. Admission is free. Mark Laubach will play works of Bach and Handel and also celebrate the 150th anniversary of von Williams' birth and César Franck with a celebration of his 200th anniversary. Members of the Arcadia Festival Orchestra, as we heard, will perform in a chamber music concert, and that's Saturday, March 19th at 7.30 p.m., at Covenant Presbyterian Church, 550 Madison Avenue in Scranton. And then the following afternoon at Covenant Presbyterian Church, it is the Arcadia Chorale concert that will feature Monteverdi's Beatus Vir and also Bach's virtuosic motet, Jesu Meine Freude, 
and also a wonderful performance, a celebratory piece by Handel, the Dettingham Tedeum with full orchestra. For more information on the web, arcadiachorale.org, arcadiachorale.org, A-R-C-A-D-I-A, chorale.org.